Welcome to Robin and Joa Save the World, one book at a time, a spoiler-free podcast brought to you by the good folks at Koros Books. That's Koros with a Q. If you like what you hear, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the show. Encore episode. Hello, everyone. I'm Joa. And I'm Robin. Welcome to this episode, <laughs> this very special episode of the Robin and Joa podcast, where we will be discussing love <laughs> is blind. You've heard it. You've seen it. It's on Netflix season two, and both Joe and I could watch it. Netflix is regional, friends. Netflix is regional. But we both saw it. Joe, what did you think? Well, what did I think, right? So this is this is some show. It reminds me of Love at First Sight, but it's not like that at all. This show has pods where people talk behind a wall um, in order to see if love is tr truly blind. That is the premise of this show, right? Can you fall in love with somebody just based on who they are inside their personality? And that is a great premise. It is a great premise. If only we wouldn't lie about who we are or what we want, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like my my biggest my biggest observation when it came to this show was just that uh, just the, the amount of lying that people do. I think to either people please, I saw that a few times, right? They were trying to people please. And I I think even some of them maybe they just wanted to find that person, even if it was at the cost of lying to themselves and lying to others, you know, which then in turn kind of misrepresents themselves to the other person. And, and at the end of the day, I feel like when you're trying to find your match, your soulmate or whatever it is that you want to call it, it's imperative for you to be as honest as possible. So that person knows who the real you is. So that way, hopefully the real you and the real them can mesh. Yes. Well said, Joa. Well said. It was interesting. One thing that struck me, and I, and I want to offer a bit of a disclaimer first. Friends, we will be spoiler free as much as possible. But I want to say this, editing. Now, we know that though this is a reality show, editing plays some part. Oh, yeah. And we're not sure where the line is between who the, these people are in real life mm -hmm. and how the editing makes them into a character. So I just want to be careful to acknowledge that because in real life, these people may walk differently in the world. Also, some of them may never have been on television before. And I'm sure the cameras, although they couldn't see the people that they were dating, they could see the cameras and they were mm -hmm. aware they were on television. And that may have made them nervous or apprehensive and that may have affected how they behaved as well. So I want to have some respect for these people um, who in, at times really shocked me. <laughs> mm. Now listen, reality TV, no shade. I, I find reality TV a guilty pleasure. I'm not into dating or romance shows ever at all, but, but I, there's nothing wrong with all that. It's just fine. Uh, as long as the people on the show are treated well and treated with respect, it's just fine. The main question I had, now this is an American cast. Love is Blind season two was shot in America um, with American producers and American cast. Okay, so keep that in mind because I do believe that has a big role. I believe that's imperative to remember. Why, Joa? Why are these people so hungry for marriage? I know, right? I mean, I don't know. They could be in fulfilling relationships that have nothing to do with signing, you know, the dotted line and becoming married to somebody. And we've discussed that before, that love really doesn't necessarily have to do with marriage. Uh, but I think it's because, you know, they're here in America where that is still a big thing that makes things official, air quotes over here, right? Official. If you're married or even engaged. That makes it official to some people. Um, but I think partnerships, you don't need that. But I guess that's just me. Well, uh, for our international listeners uh, who may not realize, marriage confers some benefits 
in America that it doesn't confer in other places. For example, healthcare. Uh, it, you can only share your corporately provided or work provided healthcare if you're married to someone. That's the only way to share it with them. Tax, there's tax benefits for being married uh, for annual income tax. You don't have to testify in court against the other person if you're married. <laughs> that's and a good benefit. Like, and, well, and here's the piece de resistance, friends. There are lighter penalties for assault oh, if you're married. Yeah. yeah. Write that down. <laughs> So maybe I don't know. I don't know if the, these people wanted that tax break or I, I don't know. I don't know. I may it be seemed wrong. very hungry. And, and I was a little concerned. Danielle. Now, this is the character portrayed as Danielle, right? This is not Danielle in the wild or Danielle, somebody's yeah, daughter, yeah. somebody's friend. Yeah. Okay. This so is the edited Danielle, version. Yeah. The edited version, the crafted the version for television that we are meant to see. Danielle went on like two dates with Nick and called him her him her best friend. Yeah. I yeah. was concerned. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, Daniel, baby, no. <laughs> no I no, remember no. the text, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of texting going back and forth, friends. I I there was some stuff that baffled me. Like, listen, you got a Saturday night, you want something light, get some popcorn. Go watch the show with your friends, okay? <laughs> In person or not, doesn't really matter. Oh, text, text while you're watching this. Text, text yeah, text works. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's a hoot and it is good quality entertainment. So Kelly, our fairy godmother, did lead us to this. The show's yes. fairy godmother. And uh, she was not wrong. She was not no, wrong. This is entertainment at its finest. This is, this really is entertaining. entertainment. And there's <laughs> there's some wonderfully absurd elements. And I do mean absurd. Oh, so the women, the female cast members, parade around in straight evening attire. And I mean, like, straight yeah. evening attire. I, I had mean, the like, same question, but they're not seen by the other person. So it must well, be because just for them, I guess. But also, so friends, I am talking updos. I am talking <laughs> the good jewelry. I'm talking the six inch heels. And I mean the six inch heels. You know God, what I'm saying? I don't I'm wear that unless I have to. <laughs> this is three layers of Spanx. This isn't one layer of Spanx. This is three layers. So they're all done to the nines. I mean, like they could be yeah. going anywhere afterward. And the men are in t-shirts and yeah. jeans. Yeah. Hmm. And not even cute t-shirts, okay? No. <laughs> like Shane straight looked like he came off the construction site. I mean, like, yeah. did you take Or he was shower? going to the gym. Yeah. Most of did the time, you... I think he just came from the gym or something or working out. And he just laid there, like, just prostrated himself on the couch and had these long conversations and everything. While the, the female counterpart was, like, all done up and, you know, and all of this and I don't know. I, I don't know if I like that dynamic. Exactly. There you was know. like a message there that said something to me that mm -hmm. I was not comfortable with at all. We should also say too, this show is very heteronormative. Yes. And almost yes. like <laughs> you almost feel a little squeezed. It's so heteronormative. Yeah, yeah. You almost feel like I, that was one of my my narrow. questions. I was like, well, where's the, you know, where's the gay couple? You know, uh, where are the, the bi people in here? You know, trans and everything. And I, it, it felt almost as if that was erased just for the sake of this show. It, yeah. it was a little uncomfortable to watch too when you, when you make that note, you know, that the other couples are not there. And, and I wish we'd had some non-binary friends. I mm -hmm. wish we'd had some non-binary representation. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that I was a little, I, that's just not the world for me. So yeah, like, yeah. what I mean by that is, that's not my lived daily life. So that's like a little like Mars, a little like somewhere else for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I just, I just didn't like that it was a race that way. Same. It just, you know, like strongly agree. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm trying not to have spoilers, but there's so many things I want to ask you that are specific. And I'm trying to think about how to do that. Uh, I, I think Shayna lied about herself a lot in that show. 
or the character representation edited version of Shayna. Yeah. That's, that's my, my opinion when it comes to that. And I, I think she just didn't want to be mean to the other guy, but I think that's the wrong reason to, to get into a relationship. Did you, know? you wonder if it was a bit of a competition? Also that too, that too, mm. you know, it, Maybe it was a competition. Maybe uh, she wanted also to make Shane feel jealous. You know, like she has found a person, even though he said no to her or, you know, or skipped her um, in favor of the other person. Exactly. That I'm sure those feelings were there, exactly. you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I really thought she just she just kept that to herself at, at a critical moment when she shouldn't have. Well, it's it's interesting when in very early days we hear that Shayna uh, is very deeply religious and <laughs> values religion. And I mean, friends me hard, she's hardcore, hardcore uh, yeah. doesn't believe in evolution <laughs> and would be uncomfortable with a partner who wouldn't go to church with her. That's like, yeah. and literally five minutes later, literally, she's like, oh, doesn't matter. Don't care. Oh, you're an atheist. I mean, like, that's pretty, yeah. that's a big divide. Yes. I mean, you could be like a little bit less religious or something, but an atheist. And Shane is like, okay, I'm fine. That's good. Now that makes good TV friends. And that is a, an edited version. We don't know what real, you know, there's probably yeah, hours yeah. and hours and hours and hours of footage yes. we haven't seen. Right. And they even say that there's hours of stuff that mm. it wasn't shown in the episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I don't didn't, know. Didn't you find it? Well, because I, I remember when I saw that as as like her big red flag and I looked at my husband, I was like, really? Now she's bringing that up? Uh, you know, and even the, the guy said it. He was like, this was something that you should have like really put your foot down back when we had yeah. a wall between one another. Yeah. You know, not now after they yeah. meet face to face and all of that. You know, I wonder it would have been interesting to see. I saw no behind the scenes footage from this. So if there's behind no. the scenes footage out there, let me know. I wonder how the producers prepared them for this. I really would love to know. Because first of all, I suspect somehow they hyped them up a lot on marriage. I don't mm -hmm. know how, but I suspect that they really got them into a frenzy. Second of all, I mean, did we not say like, Make sure you have your top five things you won't. I, I, maybe they yes. didn't do that. You would assume they would. Yes. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like when I got married for me, and this is just for me, friends, and this was many, this is like two generations ago. So keep that in mind. That's not a joke. I, for me, a non-negotiable was children, right? I would, I would have walked away and never looked back immediately. The second I sensed that someone was not serious about having children, mm, done, finished, gone, goodbye. For me, that was non-negotiable. So, yeah. Yeah, for me it was monogamy, but that's because I got married later in life. Believe it or not, that has to be a non-negotiable nowadays. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not into sharing. I gotta make sure I'm upfront about that. It's just you and I in this relationship, please. God. I'm probably lucky enough that when Noah and I were building the ark together, we didn't have to enunciate that. It was just taken for granted. Oh, no. I have stories. So many stories. Yeah, no. Oh. I to, <laughs> maybe, that's a, maybe that should be an episode. That's a whole episode. Okay. Yeah. Joe's stories. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm dating blushing at the life, Dating life is scary. And I, I kind of understand, you know, when you was like, why do they find it so important? But I kind of understand how maybe, you know, I'm also living here in America, right? So I, but I kind of understand why people come to a point in their life where they want to settle down, right? And they just want to say, this is my person. And this is the person that I've chosen for the rest of my life. I just don't think that a marriage certificate is necessary for that proclamation. But however, you know, in this society that I'm living in, that, that is a thing. You know, and I'm, I'm Catholic and that is a thing as well in the in the Catholic religion as well. So so I think sometimes people may feel pressure coming from, you know, these institutions, these beliefs and culture systems. So that way it makes them think as if they do need to marry somebody. 
but I, I completely understand because I got to a point in my life where I was like, I'm so done of dating. You know, I'm so done with dating. It, it's like, it's scary. And it, it's getting scarier as we progress. It's just, there's violence involved. There's trickery involved nowadays and all this other stuff. And sometimes you just don't know who is who. And um, and that is scary at all. I'm so happy to have found my person. That's a really good point. And that's a point that I'm out of touch with, you know, being so very far out away from yeah. dating life. <laughs> that's a hella good point. And so yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. There's this great show. I don't know if everybody, if everybody can watch it, but there may be clips on YouTube. There's a great show called First Dates Ireland. First dates Ooh, Ireland. Ireland's gone wild now, huh? Oh okay. no, no, no. It is lovely. It's sweet. Here's the thing. It's you could watch this with your grandma. It's sweet and it's lovely. And the staff at the restaurant are cheering on the people and Aww. trying to help the people. And it is all, first of all, wholesome. It's wholesome all day. But second of all, it's it's just kind of a lovely show and we get to meet some lovely people right so part i mean of course if you make a connection with this person that's great you're just together for a meal but if you don't the idea is you know that we we the viewer get to know something about you and yeah. that the restaurant staff get to know you and other people get to know you it's just i just my <laughs> husband by the way my husband turned me on to this. My husband watches what? this show religiously. And I can kind of see why. There are other versions. There's, I think the original First Dates is from Britain, I believe. Mm. Um, but they're very different. Like always, like The Chase, you know, the game show The Chase. Yeah. The British version is completely unrecognizable from the American version. And this is much the same. First Dates to Ireland is very different from uh, the original version but it's very sweet so if you can find it it's very wholesome and it's very lovely and you get to hear the full scope of irish accents <laughs> and that's them <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna look for it now and you know that's something that i used to tell myself to hype myself up when i went on first date was like at least i'll get a nice meal out of it you know that, that was like my mantra before i will go out the door <laughs> I'm like, at least i'll get a nice meal out of it <laughs> <laughs> At least there's dinner. <laughs> yeah. I will always hype myself up with food. It's so sad. Oh it's like my go-to hype. <laughs> that is amazing, though. I kind of love that. I kind of love that. Joe, yeah. I don't know about you, but I did some cheating. Oh, and what happened? I looked up who is still together from Me season too. two. Oh, did you? I, I of Love is Blind. I, I can't watch a show and not do that. I did hey. that with season one. I did that with season two. I got to see. Yes. Oh, okay. Were you surprised a, though? Well, hold, I, I have a question. What's up? Was this anything like season one? Because I don't have access to season one. Oh, no. So season one, oh. and I don't know if season two progressed in this fashion because maybe some of them have watched season one or maybe the producers got a little smarter and got season one, you know, and learned from season one, I should say. Uh, but I, I feel like this one, the season two got more dramatic, like, like dramatic just for the sake of being dramatic while season one was a little bit more drama free. There was some drama in there, but to me, it seemed more genuine. It, to me, it just seemed like really people were just trying to get to know one another. And and once again, I don't know what's edited and I don't know what's not, you know, because I'm not, you know, an editor in that show. But I, I just, that's how I got it. You know, like season one, the original, when it first started, it was more them really doing it in a genuine manner. Mm. And season two was like, well, let's add a little bit more spice to this drama and make it more entertaining. When I felt like season one was already entertaining enough because- People are super entertaining. They really are. I feel <laughs> I feel like I would have liked season one better. You would. Yeah. Yes, you would. Yeah. Yeah. The love sense. story there is like it made me like have like the little heart eye emoji uh kind of like stash oh. in my face. <laughs> oh. It was okay. so cute. Well, I, hope oh. I can watch that someday. That yeah. sounds very nice. Oh. Yeah. And I wish they would have focused on like. The, the really deep conversations, like you get to see that a lot more in season one because it's in the way that they describe it on the blogs is, and this is how the con 
contestants or participants, they, they describe it, right? And it's like three hours of just talking to somebody and, and not seeing them. So you don't have to worry about the other things in the environment, just their voice and what they're telling you. And they're saying that that sometimes led them to have very deep conversations that they wouldn't have with somebody until like the third or the fourth date. So, and they showed a lot of that on season one. Does that remind you of anyone, Joa? Not being able to see each other, but having deep conversations. <laughs> deep conversations. I think we are in Love is Blind, the podcast edition. We need to rename this show. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> we, are, we are in Love is Blind, Robin. You didn't know that. <laughs> Robin are. and I have yet to meet, yet we have sent each other care packages. We hype each other up on social media all the time. Yes. We text back and forth. Yeah, we should be in love. We watch shows together. (laughs) We watch shows together. (laughs) We read the same books. Joa. We're married. We're married. We're the most successful couple yet. (laughs) We're still together. (laughs) Oh my God, that is Uh, This is the longest, long distance relationship I've ever had, Robin. (laughs) Hey, you're not kidding. Me too. For sure. <laughs> oh, that okay. struck me when you said that. I was like, uh, yeah, us. That, that's got to be the title of the episode right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. <laughs> it's interesting as I looked at who is still together. Yes. And who is not, which I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil like, it. There were some couples that got together that I scratched my, let's just say it. They get together very early. Natalie and Shane yeah. were never, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. But let's, don't you think there's like a big communication gap in there? That's something that I noted right away. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Their style of communication is completely different. And I don't think there was going to bridge that difference in time for marriage. Absolutely. Oh, here's a question, Joa. Yeah. So let's say you're single. Yeah. You're on the show. Who? I have so many answers for this. <laughs> I better be careful because this could be 20, 20 hour episode. Who do you choose? Oh, who would I have chosen? From the cast of Love is Blind. Yes. For me, which one was the one that, uh, that, the, that the, fir- the first couple that came out? Danielle and Nick and Nick. I, I think for me, it would have been Nick. He is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of like his maturity, you know, and, um, okay. and his bit of awkwardness is something that is, is aligned with, with me. And I think I would have seen myself with that. Not with the one that sings a lot because that would have got annoying. I'm like, oh, Salvador. Salvador. <laughs> But he's yes. a sweetheart, though. I've seen his. I follow all of them now on Instagram. By the way, so if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna get their Instagrams, go follow me, and then follow them, and then follow Robin, and follow the Robin and Joa Instagram page as well. Okay. Yes. Letting you know. So, but yeah, I follow Salvador. He is a sweetheart. Oh my goodness! And when he he made a post about. Um, if you believe in Women's Day, but you don't believe in trans women and blah, blah, he was like, you are wrong. I was like, get it, Salvador. You speak that. You say it. So oh, I, I like Salvador. Him. Yes. Okay. Follow I Salvador. Like Salvador. Yes. Okay. Yes. But Salvador had a little thing going on. So that's why I was like, no, I wouldn't have gone for Salvador. He likes yeah. to like, it got messy. wow, women with his voice. And no, I'm kind of a yeah. jealous person. So. Okay, early on, here's another question I have, and I hope you know the answer because you saw season one. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, in the very first episode, in the very beginning, do you remember that they introduced us to all these people? They introduced us to a woman who said, um, by the way, this woman was like five... Nobody is overweight. That's just a construct, a socially created construct. But she perceived herself and described herself as being, you know, overweight. Maybe four pounds. I don't know. She -hmm. was fine. She was normal. But she just somebody told her that, and it's kind of the idea implanted itself in her mind. I'm considered overweight in some standards as well. Trust me. She adopted it. I am considered overweight in all standards, and look at me living my best life. So stay yourself free, honey. Stay yourself free. 
So here we are. I so we never saw her again. Like I, I was interested to see if in her journey she would have a personal transformation because that would have been a compelling storyline. Yes. And that's yes. the storyline I personally would have found more interesting. There was also a not to take anything away from anyone else, and this is not a show about looks. So hashtag <laughs> this this comment will be inappropriate. There was a beautiful black woman, a beautiful woman, and I was like, Ooh, "Who's she?" And we never saw her again. And I was like, "Where'd yeah. she go?" Which one, season one or season two? Season two, because I can't watch. Se season oh, that's one. right, season two. Yeah. So, so they where, where'd she go? See, that's the thing. We don't know. And that's why I have some problems with the editing because I wish we would know what happens. It's like if they don't get paired up, if they don't if they don't um, pick somebody uh, to be their fiance, then they just they don't move on. The only people mm. that move on that we get to see are those that actually pick fiancés. And that's why I think some of them that picked the wrong person knowingly, I think their motivation may have been to just stay on the show a little longer, you know, because oh, afterwards you go to Mexico and all of that. Yeah. And they keep choosing nothing wrong with choosing Mexico as their par paradise, you know, honeymoon, you know, yeah. thing. It's okay. It's, yeah. That but that's where they sense. keep going in every episode and every wow. season. I'm sorry. They go to Mexico. So that's a real challenge for the producers of the show because you want, not everybody conveys the same way on TV. You need mm -hmm. some people with some sparkle, some people with some personality. People may have beautiful personalities in real life, but then on TV, it just doesn't convey in the same way. So you need like the little, the little shiny stars to be the people who get yes, your relationship. Yes. That's got to be very stressful for the producers. But I think oh. that's why I think they get prodded. And, and you said that at mm. the beginning, you know, yeah. maybe they put them into a certain frenzy or maybe they whisper something to them. So that way they can, they can guide them in the direction. I don't know. I don't know. But is it's, reality TV really real yeah. though? That's also a question. Oh, you know, none of this is real, of course. Yeah. And in some ways that's, what's great about it because there is something to be said for having good conversations with people mm -hmm. before you proceed into a relationship. Yes. And that is kind of a wonderful thing. I think the downside is, you know, the way that all the women live together in the women's unit and the men live together mm -hmm. in the men's unit. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought that might be terribly stressful. I mean, yes. terribly stressful. Yes. Because first of all, you're on camera every single moment. Oh my God, <laughs> give me a day off. And <laughs> second of all, that's what everyone talks about all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't have no oh. phones. Did you get that? They take away yeah. their phones. That and I thought was brilliant, by the yeah. way. Yeah. They brilliant. have to focus on, on themselves, the other person, their friendships too, as well in there. But I have two questions to ask you, Robin. Mm. So. Do you think if Shane would have told Shayna that she's an atheist, that he's an atheist, do you think she was still proceeded with it? I do, but only because of the show and only for the show. Yeah. Yeah. And no shade to Shayna. I, I would have gotten caught up in the hype too, probably if you can't escape mm -hmm. it. You know, you've mentioned the book cultish on this show mm -hmm. and in that way where they are sequestered together and cannot leave it, it, it would create a little bit of a cultish kind of environment not, they knew they were on a dating show i'm not saying anything underhanded was afoot of clearly was not but yeah in that environment i think we all would have succumbed yeah and um who do you see natalie as being the you know who would have been natalie's perfect match in that show Okay, so as I watched the beginning of the first episode with all the introductions, I did have ideas about who was good with who. And <laughs> because, you know, you do when you watch these shows, you feel like, you know, every I have all the information. I'm yeah, ready yeah. to make my decision. <laughs> um, and I would have paired up completely different people from who ended up paired up, by the Ooh, way. Ooh, let's hear it. Oh, I would have <laughs> all day, I would have paired up Mallory and Jarrett. Do you remember when Mallory and yeah. Jarrett were talking? 
Jarrett was relaxed and mm -hmm. natural. He would lay back on the couch, but yet he was paying full attention. Mm -hmm. And they had conversations that kind of continued. Well, the editing showed us, you know, that the conversation continued um, from day to day. And I thought, oh, he, these two. Yeah, these two, they had something. Is, yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. Mm. And then a great moment on the show is early, very early on, and I, th I believe it's also in episode one, Deep D and Shake. Yeah. Okay. When Shake is going on and on about how the girls he like are blonde and blondes, blondes, yeah, blondes. He had so many red flags. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. he, he well, <laughs> the editors wanted us to think he was a villain, but I do think he basically was a red flag. <laughs> yes, yes. But even in his comments, in his comments since the show has aired, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've seen it. We're right? all growing, friends. We're yeah. all growing. Yeah. Give him time, hopefully, and pray for him. Anyway, uh, <laughs> light a candle, whatever you like, incense, whatever's your thing. Send it to Shake. He needs it. Anyway, uh, no judge. Uh, Deep D. And then Deep D is just sitting there, sitting there, mm -hmm. smiling, relaxed. And I was mm -hmm. like, why isn't she offended? Why isn't she offended? Why isn't And then she goes, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. That was a great moment. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I only date blondes too. And he looked like the. It it tweaked him a little. You could see it was like yeah, a little yeah. ping on his forehead. It threw him off, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that pride resurfaced a little bit when she said mm -hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> but my single favorite moment in the show was Deep D's mother. And Deep D's mother mm -hmm. is a show. Like mm -hmm. every once in a mm -hmm. while, something happens on TV and you go, oh, they, they got it all wrong. That's yeah. the show. That's Deep the D's show. mother yeah. and what Deep D's mother had to say, Ooh. that's the show. Give yes. her a show. Yes. Let her do the matchmaking oh or let her be a mentor. Because one thing this show lacked, here's what this show needs. This show needs an older, wiser mentor desperately. Mm -hmm. Not the hosts. The hosts are not how do I express this graciously? I think the hosts are dreadful. <laughs> what? You didn't like the Lachey's? No? Uh, I'm sure they're fine people. <laughs> but they don't interact. No. Like, the level of interaction. Anyway, we need no, a Tim Gunn. No, they don't Gun. interact. Yeah, We need a Tim Gunn. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think it could have been Deep D's mother. Because what Deep yeah. D's mother had to yeah. say, I was like, yes, yeah. ma'am. Stand in line. Get going. Let's Parents go. that stood out for me was Deep D's mom and Natalie's yeah. dad. I such a loving man <gasps> that just cares for for his daughter, whatever her decision, he just genuinely wanted her to be happy. And and if I could like have two parents, you know, if I can redo it and have two parents, you know, I will I will choose Natalie's dad and Deep Dee's mom because mm. oh my God, beautiful, beautiful people. I love them. Love, 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 love. Love, love. See, always in shows like this, a lot of times you just get like the young people, you just get the women all dressed up and you just get the men all looking rough. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think there's so much room for different shows. Yeah. Yeah. Shows that feature different people that we're not so accustomed to seeing. Mm -hmm. This show. Mm, whoa. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I would have, for me, it needed a broader cast. Uh, yes. Yes. Just the. It needed to be a reflection of society nowadays. Hey, there you go. Yeah. It, there it like, you go. It took us back like 10, 20 years. And it's like, we've moved on from that. Let's, you know, let's do better now. But let me ask you one more question, Robin. Yes, I'm not 20, trying bro. to make this like a whole hour, right? But. What do you think that says about society, right? Where a man can just come out of the gym, you know, and um, have a date. And a woman, like you said, is dressed as if she's going to the prom or whatever the adult version of the prom is. I wonder if I have an opinion here. Hmm, let me think. Oh, I do. <laughs> so here's the thing. Men have permission to be slobs. You see it on TV all the time. Those house hunting shows, those home reno shows. Mm -hmm. The man looks like he slept in those clothes. He's got five o'clock shadow. You go, dude, take a shower at some point, please. <laughs> and the woman 
has <laughs> clearly been to the salon. She has mm -hmm. her nails done. She is done up, you know. Um, and that's because women get criticized morning, noon, and night, and women can never be right. So we have to be careful with ourselves about that, with our mental health and with our self-esteem and with reality. Just because people tell you you are too or you are not enough does not make it so. Mm -hmm. One person's opinion, one person's idea. And that's why I would have liked to see a show with a more varied, a more varied cast and a more inclusive cast. But, uh, you know, all the women who made the show had a conventional appearance, right? Yes. And nobody was disabled because we talk a lot about including <laughs> we talk a lot about being inclusive, but we do we do it? Do you see a lot no. of disabled friends on telly? Mm, mm -mm. I don't know. And not all disabilities are visible. Hi, me right here, friends. You're not aware of the length and extent of my disabilities, are you? No, you're not. So, you know, I would have liked to seen that. I would like to see more socioeconomic disparity would have been fascinating. That would have been interesting for an American cast. There you go. Okay, before we finish talking about this, I have to read from you a wee bit from an article in Mashable, Mashable.com, friends, that appeared February 25th of this very year by author Jess Joho. Here's the title. Love is Dead on Love is Blind Season 2. And <laughs> wait, Love wait. It. Love it. Wait, 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 wait. Love is dead on Love is Blind season two, and I respect that. Jess, come through. <laughs> Listen to this. Love is Blind season one did not convince me that love is indeed blind. It did, however, inspire some sappy feel-good optimism. But then season two of the Netflix hit <laughs> came in like a wrecking ball, revealing how far from being blind love honestly needs to see a therapist before considering <laughs> tying any knots. People have thoughts, Joe. Oh, I love it. Thoughts. I love it. <laughs> I just I, want to point out that that is so true because the, and you said it, the reason why some, you didn't see any of the other people, you know, left over is because they still talk about their appearance and you see, you catch shake doing that. You know, by saying, I like people that work out. I like people that go to the gym or how do you look? And they, they specifically ask the other person on the other side, how do they look? And um, based on that information, they start just taking away participants because love was not blind because they still trying to see, you know, how do you look on the outside? And they'll base their opinions off of that. So great article on Jess. I want to see the show <laughs> with the people who didn't couple up. Yes. I'm, I'm so, they should have at least included them in an episode and let us get to know those people better because there's something interesting there too. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to hear, oh, I would have loved to hear their opinions about, you know, it, it, different, like what they thought about Shane and what they thought about, mm -hmm. you know, this one and that one. That would have been interesting actually, kind of like- Sure would commentary from the peanut gallery from people who are actually there. I think that's a missed opportunity for the show because the show's a little linear in its format. Mm -hmm. um, a little too linear in my opinion. And then a mentor. Uh, yeah, someone who is successfully married, <laughs> preferably, <laughs> because that's the goal of the show <laughs> is the reason that I say that. Okay. Uh, it doesn't need to be a goal for people's lives. You know, I have feelings about that. Friends, I'm writing a book about <laughs> a future book. This is my probably third book that will come out in the next uh, two years. And that is about what I've learned in my 227 years. And I have a chapter on marriage. And um, and I'm a married lady, friends, and I got some stuff to say. So there you go. Look forward to that. I know you're yes. up at night looking yes. forward to that. Anyway, there you are. Hmm. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Would we recommend this show? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Good question. I think for the entertainment value, yes. 
I, I would recommend it. Uh, for something to emulate, no, I would not recommend it. I would recommend on Netflix, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Oh, friends, it's 13 episodes. It's K-drama. You're afraid. You don't want to read subtitles. It's worth it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing Watch wrong it. with oh, subtitles. It's yeah. okay to not be okay. I'm on my third viewing. It warms my heart. It's And what's fascinating about It's Okay to Not Be Okay is the first episode looks like it's going to be a thriller. Mm. And it's not. Mm. It's beautiful. It's lovely and filled with humanity and makes me cry every Aww. time. I'm intrigued now. So much. It's okay to not be okay. And the title has purpose. And they have a lot to say about mental health and mental illness. Mm. I adore it. I adore it. We should maybe buddy watch. It's yes. Okay. I, need to, mm. I need to find out whether to see if it's on this Netflix, you know, because. Yeah. But let's the buddy watch thing. that one. Let's buddy watch that. Ooh. <laughs> it has the single best portrayal of a neurodivergent character I have ever seen. Ever. Oh, I think I can watch it. Oh, are you, really? Yes. We have to. We have to. <gasps> Tell me when you start and I will rewatch it. Okay. Just. Oh, Sometimes we can do an episode on it. Yeah. I would love that. I would adore <laughs> that. I will cry again. <laughs> I'll cry the episode. Sometimes the subtitles are a little bit hard to read, but they're so good. This was made for Netflix, this K-drama. So first of all, they talk slower. So you have more time to read. Amazing. And second of all, they use the same uh, particular phrases repeatedly so you start to know what it means i felt so smart after i watched this oh start to know what it means opa i understand now <laughs> that's right when i'm talking to an older person but they're familiar and it's a male it's opa anyway they opa. translate it as sweetie it's really sweet anyway it's okay to not be okay oh Aww. oh i love it I love it. Okay, good. We will buddy watch that. And that will be amazing. Joa, did you have something you wanted to share? <laughs> All right. So talking about reality TV, right? One of the things that um, one of the reality TV shows that I used to watch constantly was Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And uh, like I said, I think I, as I grew older, like I stopped watching reality TV. Well, I, I decreased my consumption, I should say. Nothing wrong with reality TV. It's just, I don't know. I, I prioritized my life a little differently as I got older. But one of the things that I saw in there, because I'm on Instagram to try to see culture and, and see what's hype and see what's going on in people's mind, because it's a great, you know, looking glass into those kind of topics when you scroll through social media and the news at the same time or various times. So what I came across was how I guess the Kardashians now have a show on Hulu and they asked the ladies an advice for women. And the advice that she gave was basically get to work. When Kim Kardashian said it, it was very... It was deaf to society as it is right now, to the things that people have going on. And to say to someone or a woman or whoever that what you need to do is just work harder in order to achieve something that they have achieved. And mind you, they they were rich to begin with and they're richer now. Um, but they're richer now because of the work that the, their employees have done. Uh, for them, not necessarily 100% because of what they've done. Um, and, and I think that's why I mean when I said that that was, um, that was deaf. It was a, 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 not a good comment 
to to say at the time because it doesn't take into consideration how everyone else is working. But because we're not in that socioeconomic status that there are, our gains are not going to be their gains because their gains have accumulated gains from their parents that were already well off before they came into the world. Um, so that was something that just piqued my interest right away. And I have um, strong opinions about because I just, I hate it when people say just work harder. What makes them think we're not working harder? You know, it's a strange thing to say to women in particular, women who often work a full-time job and then come home and work another full-time job mm -hmm. at home. So that's odd. Yeah. Like, it's an odd thing to say to women. Also, it's interesting if you watch the show in the early days, it's very clear that the mother, the momager, Kris Jenner, <laughs> was the driver of everything. Yeah. And that they have a lot to be thankful for. And how did Kris Jenner build an empire? As you said, she was rich. She married well. Mm-hmm. Her husband represented a lot of celebrities as an attorney. So she knew a lot of celebrities and had entry into kind of that world. Mm -hmm. So there are some layers of privilege. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and know, for all of us, uh, Warren Buffett speaks about this very well. He calls it the ovarian lottery. Ah, uh, I like that. We all win the ovarian lottery when we are born somewhere where we can take for granted mm -hmm. getting fed every day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like we won the ovarian lottery. I asked my neighbor who is 85, still goes for a walk alone every day, still drives, is spry and sprite and has a great conversation. I asked her what she did to maintain her health. And she said, eh, it's just genetics and luck. Guess <laughs> what? Unfortunately, a lot of life is genetics and, and luck. luck. I mean, yeah. facts for days. <laughs> so, <laughs> and facts. having a mom who supports you. I mean, yeah. 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 I just thought I, it was like the worst comment to have, you know, coming from somebody who is privileged like that. But also, we women need to pull each other up not push each other down mm -hmm. and it's kind of easy isn't it isn't it easy to look down your nose and go i am self-made i did everything mm -hmm. i am better the message mm -hmm. there is i am better mm -hmm. but jane right yeah so you don't know other people's circumstances some people have accomplished remarkable things in their lives and we don't hear about them because they aren't celebrities. Yes. That's another that's another yes. thing I'd like to Netflix, get on that. That's the yeah. show I'm interested in, by the way. The people who are out there doing really great stuff with very, very little. That's far mm -hmm. more interesting, in my opinion. And you know what but, this reminds me of too? Do you remember the book that we read, Olga Dies Dreaming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember how her character, Olga, talks about that, how she was she was like literally self-made to where she didn't have connections. She had to make connections. She didn't come from wealth. You know, she came from an immigrant family, but right. she made it, she made it happen through a struggle. So when, when that comment is made by somebody who didn't go through a certain level of struggle, they didn't have to start from square negative 10. They started right. from square like two or three or four because of their yeah. parents. And then you're looking at people that are on square negative 10 and telling them to work harder. It's, it's just stupid for lack of a better word, because they're, they're looking at you like I am still on negative nine now yeah. because of all the hard work I've done and trying to get just to point zero. Yeah. And so much of this is a very American conversation. So much I of this sure is, is life in the American bubble. So in Ireland, everybody gets paid a living wage. And what that means is from the cashier at the grocery store who rings up your groceries to the person who sells you eyeglasses to the person who's cleaning the floors, they get paid with benefits, a living wage, right? And because the government provides the health care, there's health care available for everyone. You, it, it's like a, every job is a real job is what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say. Yeah. And so there's not... 
necessarily the tremendous economic disparity that you find in America, right? That might be an EU thing. I'm not sure. And pensions, again, like retirement and pensions is handled by the government too. Yeah, yeah. So, and you make an actual wage. It's not possible to just have like 25 low-paid part-time workers oh as my your entire goodness. staff in yeah. a business. So it's a particularly American problem where the American version of capitalism has kind of devolved into like <laughs> feudalism, really, <laughs> where it's like serfs <laughs> and lords. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's like they're squeezing actual. all the juice of poor people and the juice is dripping onto the rich people, making them even richer. If, yep. if you know, that's how I envision it. And yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm so offended by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was such oh god. There's so much that she could have said. Yes. There's so much. But yeah. she's out of touch. You know, that's that's the risk as people become more and more successful. Look at Elon Musk. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at Bill Gates. I mean, yes. they start to become um that's the amazon person what's his name jeff bezos jeff bezos he's looking be like a night at the roxbury now going to parties. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i think too i'm gonna oh, make a controversial Jesus. comment here get ready friends go ahead go ahead i know that go she's like another one <laughs> i love it go <laughs> she was it. like why should today be different from any other day uh here's my comment I do not look at Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and people and Jeff Bezos and all those people who don't need to work and who have like sort of endless wealth, right? They have the opposite problem. They have the too much money problem. Mm -hmm. um, I don't look at those people and think, wow, that's great because work is a wonderful thing. Work at whatever your work is, and I don't mean just employment, I mean the way that you spend your time, whatever your goal is, whatever your pursuit is, whatever way you're spending your time, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to wake up in the morning and know what you're gonna do and to have goals and to mm -hmm. work toward those goals and to have that provide a structure in your life. I yeah. think we've seen that a little bit in the pandemic. It gives you purpose. Yeah. It gives you, oh, see, I'm the passion and Noah's <laughs> the panache. So I ramble on for seven minutes and full of passion. I believe everything I'm saying. And then Shoa says it in three words because she's the panache. And on that note, friends, it is time for Robin and Shoa to save the world. One book and one reality TV show. Nah. At a time. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>If you like what you hear, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us at robinandjoa.com.